0: Father, as Peter Crosby had prayed, strengthen your servants to continue to be the voice of truth, life, and the way. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and discernment to preach your whole word that we may bring this truth to a broken world. In Jesus' name, amen. This is chapter 2. In verse 2, And on the seventh day ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. So the question is, did God rest on the seventh day? let's, Let's start off by saying this. God does not need to do anything. Did you hear that? God does not need to do anything. However, our great God... And our Savior, Jesus Christ, the incarnate Son of God, did many things as an example. And a day of rest in the week is one of these examples. You and I know this. <laughs> we know this because it's you and I who need this rest. I just asked my wife, <laughs> She's well. she will be saying amen as soon as she listens to this episode <laughs> concerning that. We're the ones that need rest. And God led by example in this rest. And I am convinced that the wicked powers know this. Truth. They know the truth. And this is why they keep attempting to keep our minds busy with Antichrist propaganda and slave labor throughout the entire week without stop, incessant. And this becomes the hypnotic pendulum That induces draconian delusions. Which brings us to the title of today's episode. Number two. Hypnotic Pendulum. Now it's these types of delusions. That I find are intricately tied. To what R.W. Malone. A medical doctor has called mass formation psychosis. And I have referenced this along with some of his dissension against the draconian delusions of the COVID lockdowns in episode number two of 2021. and the article format, you can find is draconian delusions and the title of number two of 2021 was mass formation psychosis. Now, I looked at going back to this idea of rest getting away from this psychosis getting away from these draconian delusions finding our rest in Jesus Christ i saw where got questions a website that answers many biblical questions they say concerning this rest they say first we should quote the verse correctly it doesn't say god needed to rest it simply says that he did rest also it is a clear it is clear from scripture that god did not rest because he was tired Genesis 17.1 calls God the Almighty God. Psalm 147.5 says, Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. They continue to write, God is all-powerful. He never tires and never needs to rest. As Isaiah 40.28 says, The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. They conclude that God is the sum of perfection he is never diminished in any way and that includes being diminished in power which is an excerpt from uh, this article from got questions now faith endures replies to this on gab and says this is 100 percent the truth we work all week to ensure we can pay the bills then spend the weekends working around our homes and yards it's a system of slavery wherein there is no rest It was designed to and for this purpose. Further, it draws us away from God, which was also by design. And I agree, my sister. This is to maintain these delusions. And in order to maintain such delusion, there must be censorship. Because we know that today, blasphemy against these draconian gods will not be tolerated. All we have to do is look at a series of tweets from E. Michael Jones in the form of his prayer for an example. And it is prayer that I am convinced is the only way to snap out of this demonic hypnotism. We must pray if we're going to snap out of it. And It looks like EMJ attempts to do so in a four-tweet prayer. Yesterday, he posts on his Twitter account, and he says, My prayer for the beginning of 2023 is that God will bring about a peaceful end to the American empire. I also pray that during 2023, God will break the yoke of Jewish tyranny, which oppresses us. That's tweet one. Then tweet two, which looks like it is now has now been flagged, removed, and marked as a violation of the Twitter rules. It says, this tweet violated Twitter rules. But, I was able to embed the tweet into today's article format. Entitled, Day 2 on Gospel.com. And once it's embedded, it stays. And he says in tweet 2, Deliver us, Lord, from our bloody, thirsty, thirsty, Jewish oppressors, their fundamental value of abortion, and their war in the Ukraine. Deliver us from Jonathan Greenblatt and the Jewish actor Zelensky. Deliver us deliver us as well from the Shabbos Goyim who licked their boots for gain. <laughs> so this is the uh, tweet of blasphemy against these draconian... A gods whether you agree or not with this man's prayer it's his prayer can't the man pray tweet three of this prayer deliver us from jordan peterson from robbie george and from first things the magazine which is good for the jews and which explains how hatred is a jewish virtue we ask this in the name of our savior jesus christ the man they killed and then tweet for May Ireland and Germany rise from the grave of Jewish oppression by returning to the faith of our fathers. Amen. Well, I will say this concerning this prayer that E. Michael Jones cannot be accused of not being specific. At least he's praying. At least he's bringing matters before God and he's bringing these people before God. And he has posted before he said, Pray for the Jewish people that they come. To the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and I'm I'm sorry friends but this is not hate. In doing so this is love. Criticism is not hate when its attempt is to point you to the truth and the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So here we see that a man's prayer can be curated and then I see another tweet by Mary Margaret Olahan who say that police in the UK arrest a woman for silently praying. And here, Mary quotes this video, which is on the article format. And the officer is asking, are you praying? And she says, I might be praying in my head. So here, a man's prayer is curated by the Twitter gods. And a woman is being arrested for silently praying in, in protest of abortion. Yet it's okay to be continually distracted From such prayer with things like the NFL and gangsta boo. What in the literal hell is gangsta boo? You can look that one up because I'm not. All I I have to say my friends is America is doomed. I was on Twitter yesterday. Day one of the new year and NFL trends in all ten spots. of The top ten trending in the United States of America with number three being gangsta boo. What is gangsta boo? God help us. But yet, my friends, with our free will comes choice in this world. We can tune into to gangsta boo, to NFL. We can do, choose to do what we want. Which brings us to Genesis 2.17. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Yet there are warning signs all around us concerning this death. Therefore, my friends, you and I are without excuse. We can choose to use our talents and gifts freely for the Lord, or we can allow them to become stagnant by the swing of the Antichrist hypnotic pendulum that continually swings in this country called America. Ezra, chapter 2, verse 68 through 69, and some of the chief of the fathers, when they came to the house of the Lord, which is at Jerusalem, offered freely, for the house of God to set it up in his place. They gave after their ability unto the treasure of the work, three score and 1,000 drams of gold and 5,000 pounds of silver and 100 priest garments. They gave freely with their free will. And I got a question. Whatever happened to the boycott of the woke NFL? What happened to the free will choice on that? Ryan G. Jacobs replied on Gab and says, NFL commentators are ironically the most effeminate in all of sports and they're all former players. What is that? What's going on with the American-only sport? And why are men more concerned with men in plastic helmets than their kids' future bullet protecting helmets from democracy enforcement? Meanwhile, I go on Twitter and... The Christian Twitter choir scrolls on. They don't care. People don't care. Listen, my friend, we're on day two. It's not too late to get serious about God, and I hope you will. But as for this Christian parallel economy, in which the CEO of Gab, Andrew Torba, preaches often, he just wrote an article on Gab News recently entitled The 2023 Vision for the Parallel Economy, with subtitle Homesteading, Homeschooling, and Homemaking. All I know is that. It's, it's a joke, it will remain a joke as long as Christians continue to huddle around this pendulum this hypnotic pendulum called the television and things like the NFL the woke NFL and these woke sports teams and the Christian parallel economy will remain a joke if people keep believing in superheroes like Super Trump instead of Jesus Christ So-called superheroes, that is. Former President Trump, he just posted on his true social platform. It wasn't my fault that the Republicans didn't live up to the expectations in the midterms. I was 233 to 20. It was the abortion issue, poorly handled by many Republicans, especially those that firmly insisted on no exceptions even in the case of rape, incest, or life of the mother that lost large numbers of voters. Also, the people that pushed so hard for decades against abortion got their wish from the U.S. Supreme Court and just plain disappeared not to be seen again. Plus, Mitch Mitch is stupid. And then exclamation, whatever he was saying with this dollar sign and apostrophe yes. Now, Edward Saul... He's a former commentator and host on True News. Um, He replies to this, and this post was shared by Andrew Torba on Gab. That's how I came across it. But he he responded and says, Who is this man, and who are the Kushner-inspired mandarins who are advising him to disavow his Christian base and his greatest achievement, the end of baby murder? He says this statement is evil. What was just put out in his name is evil. President Trump is blaming the loss on the defense of life? Question mark? Zaldin addresses the, this statement concerning people who believed in no exceptions for ab- abortion being the reason that Republicans lost. He questions this, and rightfully so. He says, respectfully, Mr. President. The party lost because they focused on the same lame, unimportant, uninspiring garbage that you read from your Grinnell Miller teleprompter as you announced your 2024 run. He said, had the GOP focused on God, Jesus Christ and repentance, our country would have won through redemption from whatever you call the hell spawn we've become. Somewhere down the line, President Trump lost sight of the enemy at hand and then his handlers kept him blinded says Zal. He concludes his truth. Social account is one of the few shadows remaining of the man we once loved, and those rotting in J6 gulags are proof of his decision to abandon the MAGA vision. Well, as far as my love is concerned uh, for President Trump, that is preaching the truth of the gospel to him, and that's where it begins, and that's where it ends. And as for this MAGA vision, i never had it. I've never had it because it doesn't exist without Jesus Christ. Andrew Torba had posted in a gab post that was removed by himself or self-destructed. He says, honestly, I think we're done cross-posting this liberal's content here in 2023. We'll still post stuff like this where he be- belittles his Christian base so people can hopefully wake up and so gabbers can dunk on him. Now, this is coming from once great and huge Trump supporters. And I replied to Torba and I said, the Q and the mega prophets. They said this is 5D chess and to keep the faith by sticking to the plan. And I'm just rejoicing. I'm rejoicing in the Lord over the fact. That the preaching that he has laid upon my heart since before 2016, it has been vindicated. Because Trump has now made himself a joke to his own base. Well, minus the MAGA in the queue to the death loyalists, of course. All I have to say, my friends, is remember the two wings from the same pedophile bird flying in one Antichrist Zionist direction straight to hell. And I do not care if a man holds up a Bible for a political photo op for there have been great pretenders and there always will be great pretenders until the Lord exposes and ends them all. Herod was one of them. In our reading today, Matthew chapter two and verse eight, and he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. He was a liar. He said he was gonna worship the Lord. He held up a Bible for a photo op. And because of all this, tribulation will come. However, soon the Antichrist will no more, be no more, and we will enter the land of Israel, which will be our eternal rest. Matthew chapter two, verse eighteen through twenty. In Rama, was there a voice heard, lamentation and weeping and great mourning? Rachel weeping for her children would not be comforted because they are not. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel. They are dead, which sought the young child's life. Judgment is coming. They will no longer exist. They will cease to persecute the people of God anymore. But meanwhile, we might as well just laugh with God because God laughs. Psalms chapter 2, verse one, verses 1 through 4. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. You want to know why the hypnotic pendulum swings? Because God allows this pendulum to swing. The Lord shall have them in derision. And the fact is that the altars of Baal are fully operating in America and Christian Americans are not serious about seeing them removed as they continue to buy tickets to bow before them instead of choosing freely to love God. Matthew 15, 7 8 you hypocrites. Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you saying this people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Meanwhile, on Twitter, breaking Jacqueline from the Real Housewives of Potomac just broke into the U.S. trending section <laughs> yesterday while the NFL and gangsta boo was trending, threatening the NFL spot or maybe even Gangsta Boo's number three spot. Listen, I do not care about the Antichrist drama of the real housewives of Potomac. I care about the wife that God has given me and the fact that he has used her greatly to encourage me in the faith and to stay on his path. Genesis chapter two and verse 18 And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And maybe if we focused on God and on our godly spouses, we would not be confused by the swing of this antichrist pendulum that has hypnotized so many to believing that there's an infinite amount of genders. When God clearly created two in Genesis chapter two and verse 22 through 25 in the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, this is, Now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman because she was taken out of a man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. But yeah, I know, I'm the fanatic. I'm the fanatic. Because I believe what the Bible says concerning two genders. Malium 2 on Gab replies and says, In these times, my friend, we need to get fanatical about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who is soon to come. We who love him and follow him can see the signs of the time and the time is running short. She references John 3.16 and says, March on, Andrew, Christian soldier, for there are many who march beside you. Amen. Keep marching. Because we are marching to Zion, not to be confused with the Antichrist type and while we continue to march may we never forget where we came from may we never forget the dust that we march upon is the dust that we came from in genesis 2:7 and the lord god formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul there's such a great need for this preaching such a great need for the preaching of the gospel in sincerity and truth and that I just had no need to be envious of those who do exactly that. I will welcome every single soul that will step up to the plate and preach this truth, and this I am fanatical about. Jack Victor on Gab says, I mostly just look at if they are getting paid, they are probably frauds. John 10, 12, Jesus makes it clear any preacher gets paid will abandon the sheep in the day of trouble. Exactly what is happening now you just don't know their real motivation. I know of two conservative church leaders in my in my town, who have straight up told friends that don't even believe in Christ anymore. But it's a good gig, and their skills don't transfer well. While I'm not prepared to blanket every single preacher who is on some sort of a salary in this category, I will say that it is true in many cases. And I find it interesting that many of the Q and MAGA false prophets consist of these grifters. However, uh, these support bases of these grifters are becoming rather wary. I'm noticing it. And when tribulation comes to America, I do believe that many more will wake up. My wife told me, that when she was a teenager on a mission trip in Romania, that the Romanians were praying for this tribulation to come to America. They felt it was our only hope as a nation. I'm convinced that tribulation will be poured not only upon this world, but America too, and it's just a matter of time. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself, my Christian friends, to be persecuted. It's only a matter of time. Andrew Torba had posted a meme that says if the tribulation is supposed to be worldwide, why did Jesus only warn those in Judea to flee to the mountains? In Matthew chapter 24 24 and verse 16, well, sir, have you ever considered that Judea may end up being the Antichrist headquarters during the abomination of desolation when the Antichrist proclaims himself to be God for a period of time? Frosty. Yeah, Frosty MWF on Gab says, and considering Christ will return to the Mount of Olives, I've always suspected the area has some significance overhaul, perhaps. Yes, it does, Frosty. The millennial reign. That's the significance after the Antichrist is dethroned by the rightful king. So consider it a rally point, a rally point where you're not going to find this hypnotic, that's deceiving the masses psalm chapter 2 and verse 6 yet have i set my king upon my holy hill of zion verses 8 through 12 ask of me and i shall give thee the heathen for thy inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession thou shalt break them with a rod of iron thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel, be wise. Now, therefore, O you kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the sun. Must he be angry and you perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Jesus is coming, my Christ friends. Jesus is coming.
1: Before I ask you any questions about what's going on today, I have to caution you, which is just your rights, which is you do not have to say anything, it may harm your defence if you do not mention one question, something that you later on in court, anything you do say a you need. Uh what, what are you here for today? Uh, physically, I'm just standing here. Why okay. here of all places? I know you don't live nearby. But this is an abortion something. Okay, that's what I understood. Is, is you standing to be part of the protest? No, I'm not are you, protesting. Are you praying? I might be playing in my head. That um, so I'll, I'll ask you once more will you voluntarily come with us now to the police station for me to ask you some questions about today and other days where there are allegations that you've broken public spaces protection order? Uh, if I've got a choice, then no. Okay, well then you're under arrest, I can suspicion of failing to comply with the public spaces protection order, which is under the uh, Antisocial Behaviour Common Policing Act 2014. Now i course, you again, you do not have to say anything. It may harm your defence if you do not mention sure one question, something which mention later on in court, what you do say maybe be Do you understand the caution? I do. Okay. Um, your arrest is necessary in order for prompt and effective investigation into the offence. What that means is so that I can ask you some questions, mm-hmm. and also to protect uh, vulnerable people, mainly service users in the Okay? Um, so you'll accompany us out to the police station, uh, you get booked in front of the custody sergeant, and then if you want to solicit, you can solicit uh, on the limit. Okay, um, I don't tend to handcuff you, but obviously my, my colleague will search you because you're going to get to a police department. So make sure you don't pay for the armour, so just my pocket? No, no, I'll do it. i it. do I can do
0: I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can. And support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.